Blog Talk Radio. for Monday, September the 10th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve their destiny. We have another very special show for you this evening, and once again, I am pleased to have co-hosting with me, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Hey, Teresa. Hi, Lisa. It's good to be with you here again on this wonderful, wonderful day. It's gorgeous outside. Oh, my God. Isn't it gorgeous? Yes, can enjoy this awesome weather we're experiencing in the Baltimore, Washington area. Yes, this is my one of my favorite times of the year. I'm so glad that that heat is behind us. Woo! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. So we will be taking calls later on in the show. So if you would like to call in with questions and participate in the conversation, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. And for those of you tuning in via the computer, as always, I ask that you please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. We are now available as a podcast, and it's free. So go to your iTunes store, click on Podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. You can also send me a message through this site, if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message through my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website, which is info at yourdestinyawaits.net. I also want to let everyone know that I have received your prayer request and you are on my list, and I have already lifted each request up in prayer. I also received quite a few responses to the previous shows, and many of my listeners have purchased some of the books that we have been highlighting on the show, so congratulations to you. They are enthusiastic about um, all the books that we've shared, and they've been telling us how much it has helped them already in changing their mindset. So keep writing in and letting me know how this program has been helping to inspire you on your journey. And before we begin, I want to remind everybody that we have a very, very important election coming up in November, so please register to vote if you haven't already. And also, if you know of someone that has not registered, please help them throughout the process of very, very simple, um, and even um, if people are having uh, problems already, they, they say that they can't get to the polls, just step out there and, and, you know, volunteer, volunteer to pick people up and get them to the polls so that they can vote. So, um, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, how are you yes, this evening? Lisa, I'm doing very, very well. I'm just, like I said, I'm thoroughly enjoying this fall weather. It's such a wonderful time of year. Yes, yes. And, you know, during my walk uh, this morning, it's just amazing how clear the skies are and, you know, with all the 
fluffy white clouds and the green yeah. grass. And it's just, I mean, it's just awesome. And that's part of what we're going to be talking about um, talking about this evening. Uh, this program, This program actually is called Relax, Relate, Release, Enjoying Where You Are on the way to where you're going. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to, to really start to get into that. And I also want to welcome, uh, welcome you back and welcome all of our listeners back. Uh, we had an, a Labor Day break last week, and I hope everyone had a very enjoyable Labor Day weekend. And, Teresa, also we have a big event coming up in October. So if you could please tell us about that, that would be great. Okay, certainly. Uh, starting October 20th from 7 to 10 p.m., we're doing a poetry and literary prowse event. And essentially uh, what we're going to do is we're going to read the, some poetry and then we have a couple featured authors who have books that are coming out and we're going to fiction books and we're going to have them read uh, a few uh, chap- uh, paragraphs actually from their upcoming books. So we would awesome. love for everyone to come. Uh, if you need additional information, you can check our website, www.mihgroup.org, or give me a call at 301-379-2709. And it's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. So I would love a homestead, uh, Pilton by Homestead. So I would love to have people come out and visit. Uh, and how much are the tickets? The tickets are $25. <laughs> Okay, yeah. which is a very, very good price. And also, yeah. the event is being hosted by yours truly. So I would love to see you all come out, you know, to meet yeah. and greet. Um, yeah. I would love to meet meet with some of you just yeah. to say hi and, and thank you in person for tuning in to our program. Um, so the last show, we examined a portion of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, and we've only touched on, you know, a few uh, small portions of the book, but we thought that the two that we did touch on were very um, significant, and uh, we will continue to explore that book in the near future. We talked about the areas of persistence and perseverance and how vital they are to your success. Tonight, we're going to explore how to relax, relate, and release, and how to enjoy where we are on the way to where we are going. One of the many things I learned in life is to learn how to enjoy being where I am on the way to where I'm going. Oftentimes we rush through life, and rushing uh, to get to the next day or the next week or the next month or year, we forget to take the time to embrace where we are in the present and that can lead to all kinds of anxiety and depression. How often do we find ourselves living in the past and trying to live in the future, trying to live in the future, only to find ourselves still in the now? So one of the most challenging things about life is learning how to bring about peace and then maintaining that peace once we have it. So what are your thoughts, Teresa? Yeah, I think that lots of times we are, and I know I guess about a month ago I had this experience where I'm just racing through life and yeah. you're forgetting some of the most the finer points of life. And one primary, primary point is your family. We yeah. tend to not be very kind to our family because we're racing doing this. And, you know, we know they're always going to be there, so we don't always take the time to just really thoroughly enjoy the quality time. And mm-hmm. although I have a young uh, a child, I'm hearing a lot from uh, uh, some of my friends who are parents that, you know, really take the time to enjoy your kids. And, mm-hmm. not, you know, a lot a lot of them are going through the empty nest syndrome and they're thinking, where did the time go? Because they have mm. been kind of racing through life and not really enjoying what truly matters at the end of the day. So I think it's so yeah. critical uh that we kind of really rev back and just really take in, just like you said, just a, something as simple as a walk, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, uh, can mean all the difference and make a difference in your in how you feel. 
Yeah, you know, and and you said something very profound there, um, especially for working mothers and working fathers as well. Um, Mm -hmm. We tend to just, like, you know, rush. We rush through Mm -hmm. every day, and especially Mm -hmm. now that school has started, you know, there's a whole routine (laughs) that you have to um, reacclimate yourself to um, in order to get through the day. And mm-hmm. if you are a working parent, and even if you're a stay-at-home parent, staying at home sometimes is more work. Actually, let me change that. Staying at home is mm-hmm. more work yeah. <laughs> than going out <laughs> doing a regular nine-to-five. I've done both, yes, so right. I can speak on, you know, speak uh-huh. to both of those. And, um, you know, there's a lot that has to get done. And now with the economy the way it is, it's even more of a challenge just to make ends meet um, Mm -hmm. and to make sure that the family maintains a healthy balance. And I find, Teresa, correct me if I'm, you know, if I'm wrong, but I find that women are the ones who set the tone and set the pace for the whole family. And my husband, my husband years and years ago, and I think I shared this with you before, Uh years ago my husband bought me this, Shirt. It was a, a T-shirt, and on that T-shirt it said, "If Mama's not happy, nobody is." <laughs> and oh my gosh, I think I wore that shirt to death. I can't even find uh-huh. it now. But but isn't uh-huh. that true? Yeah, I think it is. And 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 like you said, as as mothers and even fathers in your household, you really set the tone for what's important. And yeah. I think that when we're talking about um, just resting and and just releasing and being feeling free, one of the things that I think that we probably should try, and I know a lot of people don't, but sometimes we'll come in after an eight-hour day of work and plop down in front of the television, mm. and before you know it, you get home by 5 or 6, and now mm-hmm. it's 10 o'clock, you haven't said anything to your kids, you mm-hmm. haven't read, figured out what it is that you want to do with your life. And then sometimes the things we see on TV are not the most positive things. So all right. of that stuff gets in our spirits. And then before we know it, well, and especially if you watch the news, you're feeling really overwhelmed. Um, and um, the other thing I was uh, related to feeling overwhelmed, a lot of it is due because the news right now is negative, mm. even going through an election year. Yeah. about with this. Uh, party didn't do versus that party, and they go back and oh my forth. Gosh. And what I'm finding, I, I, I don't know, I was doing something the other day, and I think it was, I don't know if it was a cell phone or something, and you know what? I said to myself, although, you know, we, we're, we're costing out a little bit more for items, but we also have things in our lives that make it so much easier for us. And we need to yeah. be, as did the show on before, be grateful for what we have now yeah. because that's so critical to truly just resting is an attitude of gratitude because when you're grateful and you're not always looking at what you don't have today or, you know, we're always calculating. That's us. Yeah. We're calculating, yeah. you know, if you're thinking, well, I really can't feel good because I didn't pay that bill or I really can't feel good because my son didn't get into the school I wanted him to get in. To, mm-hmm. I really can't feel good because I caught my teenager uh, smoking pot. You know, mm-hmm. all of these reasons why not to feel good and to rest and, and relate when in reality we've got so much to be grateful for. We've got, mm. you know, some of us we haven't had to deal with difficulties, uh, you know, with death with our children. You know, some have, but most of us have not. So there's mm-hmm. just so many things on a daily basis that we should really just thank God for and be grateful for. Yeah, I agree. Um, And one of the uh, books that we're going to discuss tonight, actually, is um, by one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And the book that I read uh, a while ago, and I I had to revisit it, was um, Excuses Be Gone. Excuses Mm -hmm. Be Gone by Dr. Dyer. He um, just walks us through and speaks to how we make up excuses as to why we can't do specific things in our lives. 
And one of the specific things that we need to do is to take the time sometimes to get off of that roller coaster, get off that train. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that is uh, some of the things that we're going to, you know, go through, some of the points that he brings up is by, you know, getting quiet, being still, you know, um, in our uh, prior shows, we always talk about meditation, we talk about um, prayer, you know, all of those things, just being still, being by yourself, like you said, turning that television off. Because, you know, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of, well, I've, I've been doing really well. You'll be proud of me. I've been doing really well within the last couple of months. I've kind of, getting, you know, jumped off the political bandwagon because I was a political junkie at one point. You know, MSNBC, CNN, I mean, I was all over it. And even though now I've learned how to scale back and just kind of keep abreast of what's going on but not getting my emotions all caught up in the process, Oh, um, yeah. Because when you do that, it steals your peace and it steals your joy. Yeah. And then you don't even yeah. realize what's going on yeah. until you look up and say, yeah. why am I so angry? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, so we have to that. learn how to step away from that stuff. It ain't going nowhere. It's going to be there. Right. You know you got to get out and vote. You you already right. know the candidate that you're going to vote for because of the issues yeah. that are personal to you. But we don't right. have to read all of the rhetoric and all the hate and all the fear-mongering and this and that and the other, oh, my God, it'll drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. 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 It will. It will. It will. And a lot of it is all about self-discipline. And ah. I've learned that if you don't discipline yourself to, like you said, a, a moment of meditation or a moment yeah. of reading, a moment where you're pulling back from what the world tells you you should be thinking about uh Feeling and like I said, I think television has a tendency to do this to a lot. Yeah. Or the other part of it is the haves versus the have-nots. You're watching, you know, we typically are watching celebrities or superhuman oh, yeah. leads uh, as um, on television, and you know, we're you know we're sitting back just making comments about them living their lives. Meanwhile, yeah. we've got like I said, your family is is left and. You know, you're not really, people aren't really spending quality time with their kids or no. with their houses or even with themselves to know what yeah. it is that they want or need to make them truly happy. Yeah, because if you're not, then your your kids aren't going to be. I mean, yeah. if you're not at peace within yourself, your ki- how yeah. do you expect your children to be at peace within yeah. themselves? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know yeah. for me, when my kids were smaller, and yes, I'm I'm going through that empty nest syndrome thingy. Okay, and it's, <laughs> it's really it's, it's really kind of interesting. But um, when your kids are younger, when my kids were younger, one of the things that I was very adamant about, and I was in the video industry. You know, I used to shoot mu- music videos, and then I had my own um, show on air for a while uh, because I, I just got tired of the the stereotype videos that were being done. And I was working on a few of those. I mean, I was, like, guilty because I was, you know, doing it myself. And my kids mm-hmm. were young, and I got convicted on this one uh, particular shoot that we had in New York. And I remember mm-hmm. that I I backed away. I had to walk away from it because I was, you know, it was just it was horrible. You know, you had the young girls that wanted to be half naked, and I mean, it was just your typical rap music video. And so, <laughs> one of the things that I was very adamant about when my kids were young was that they were not to watch music videos. I mean, I monitored the television set. You know, I monitored the television set. I did not let them dictate to me what they were going to watch. I told them what they could and could not watch. And I think Mm -hmm. now what's happening is that too often we allow the TV to babysit our kids and yeah. because of the fact that we're out of the house and we're working, we just yeah. don't pay attention enough attention to yeah. what is what is being fed into our kid into our children's minds. So, and my kids will tell you, no, mom did not. She would not allow us to watch that stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, to this day, I don't regret it. I mean, because it's like look mm-hmm. at it. Because mm-hmm. you, you said it earlier, our kids grow up too quickly. You know, mm-hmm. and your son will be mm-hmm. what five next month, yeah, and before yeah. you know it, he'll be fifteen, and then yeah. he'll be twenty five I mean that's yeah. how fast it goes, so uh-huh. when he's young now at the age that he is, he's not he's not missing out on nothing, 
because yeah. the world yeah. continues to evolve, and by the time he gets older, that stuff is still going to be there. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not going mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to really be um, a good parent to our children, we owe it to them to learn how to be the best us we can be for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and then you know we find ourselves you know we get we're we're angry we're griping about you know the most of us are on jobs that we can't stand you know right. we hate being on the job we hate driving to work we hate driving home from work we just hate hate mm-hmm. hate and and then when you get home you know you're no good to your family because now you're all in a tizzy about whatever happened to you throughout your day and you're mm-hmm. lots of times we take it out on our kids or we take it out on our right. spouse. Right, and then the other part of that is is that we have to, one of the things I loved about European uh, lifestyle is they, they take holiday, and usually their holiday is for a month. You know, um, mm-hmm. they take a, a lot of time off to really mm-hmm. enjoy life. They look yeah. at Americans and think they're crazy because they're on, constantly like a little gerbil just running, 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 running. Well, I think what, we are crazy, but that's another and, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that we have to make a decision in life about, you know, what's really important. Um, one of the authors, and actually Wayne uh, talks about this a lot, which is he always talks about start from the end. You know, think yeah. about what is it that you you want to see happen with your family, with yourself, just in terms of rest and relaxation, whether it's a trip, you know, to the beach or a trip right. to a, a historical um, monument, whatever it is, you know, people yeah. really need to think about their leisure more and yeah. just taking the time to relax. And even if you don't have money now, you know, just saving a few dollars each week so that when you do take the trip, you don't have to yeah. fret over money and all of this, but you can plan adequately to really just have some fun and do some things that you enjoy doing or like to do. And that brings exactly. me to another point. Typically, when we get to middle age and we have all of these responsibilities, the first thing we cut out are the, the things we enjoy doing when we're younger, like dancing, going dancing, and oh my you gosh, know, all yeah. of those kinds of things. I think we yeah. just need to kind of once in a while, not all the time, because we do have responsibilities, we pick back up again and do something yeah. fun. Yeah, I was just telling my husband that the other day. Um, I was like, you know what? And I was a dancer. I loved uh-huh. to dance. That was one of my favorite things to do. And plus, you know, um, it, it helps you to maintain a certain weight because yeah. it's very, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I love, and I said, you know, that's a good way to lose weight. We need to go yeah. dancing it's more it's often. It's you know, we got to get back to uh, the things that we used to do and stop thinking that, you know, taking, again, I, I get back to this taking life so seriously thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not worth it. It's not worth our health. It's mm-hmm. just not worth, you know, um, the risk to our children. If we're not well, you know, how can we expect them? We we owe it to them to be the best us mm-hmm. we can be. Um, mm-hmm. And then getting to some of the points uh, that Dr. Wayne Dyer gives us in um, some examples of how to get rid of some of the excuses in our lives that we make up ourselves and how to bring about and maintain inner peace. And one of them we've already discussed, which is to get quiet. You know, decide to reduce the noise level in your life. Turn off the car radio. Turn off the TV. Don't be so quick to reach for that daggone remote control. You know, I know with, and I'm going to say it out, I'm going to say it, you know, hubby, example. When he walks through the door, and you know mm-hmm. he you know gets settled or whatever. The first thing he does is reach for that remote control. I'm like, uh-huh. dude, really? You know, uh-huh. let's let's have a conversation. Let's just try yeah. talking for a change without the television on. How about that? Yeah. You know, and he doesn't even realize he does it until I say something. You know, so I'm quite sure he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I can be in my house all day long without the television on. I mean, mm-hmm. I've trained myself to not even, and I don't miss it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because I, it's like for me, you pick up a good book or, mm-hmm. you know, to sit and, and, and listen. Just listen to mm-hmm. your inner self because your inner self really is like screaming at you to try to tell you things you've been asking, you've been praying. And now mm-hmm. get quiet and listen so that you can get the answers. But with all that noise and chatter around you all the time, how can you hear? 
You don't. <laughs> you don't. Even when you get or in the car. The you know, and I love and music. Then... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. But when you get in the car, you know, sometimes you just need to turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, then, turn it off and commune with the great spirit. Look at yeah. the clouds and just how pretty yeah. everything is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the second point he he uh, speaks to, which is another thing that we talk about often, is to try to make meditation a daily practice, if only for yeah. a few moments. You know, um, one of the books that I really recommend on um, for meditation is by Dr. Uh-huh. Dyer, actually, which is called Getting in the Gap. And it comes with a CD, and I highly recommend it if you are a beginner in meditation, or even if you aren't, it's mm-hmm. really a great book, Getting in the Gap um, by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Okay. So to get quiet, try to make meditation a daily practice. And then the third thing is to re-energize your surroundings. Um, You know we talk about the law of attraction sometimes, and the law of attraction works when you surround yourself with people who are on a spiritual path similar to your own. And remember that this law states that like is attracted to like. So you attract source energy to you by being like that source energy. Mm-hmm. So similarly, when when you're continually in the company of low energy, angry, depressed, shaming, hateful people, you'll probably find life a little bit more challenging because mm-hmm. now you're going to be angry, you're going to be mm-hmm. depressed, you're going to be shaming and hateful and all those other things because now this is what you're surrounding yourself with. Right, right, right. You know, so re-energize your surroundings. You know, if there's some people in your life that have these negative characteristics, then maybe, just maybe, you should be letting them go. Yeah. Don't spend so much time listening to them on the phone. You know, just just, just let them go. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how, uh, as we're talking about rest and relaxation, other people can zap the energy out of you. You don't yeah, oh really God. realize it. And sometimes you'll be on the phone with someone and you think, get off the phone, and you think, gee, I just really feel exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. because sometimes yeah. people have conversations that are just all about what's not working, what's not right. And it just right. zaps your energy. All the time. And this is like mm-hmm. not just sometimes. It's, you know, I can see if somebody gets on the phone and, you know, they're going through. Okay. But then you're going through all the time, really? Yes, 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 yes. And then it's like, have you listened to anything that I've been saying? You know, and it is a challenge. It It is a challenge to maintain um, or even get to a level where you can um, – uh, function in a positive, you know, positive way all the time. It's it's a challenge to do that, but try at least try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then another point he makes, which I love, is to get back to nature. Oh, yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier, um, get yeah. back to nature. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I loved being outdoors. Uh-huh. I grew up in the country. Um, part of Maryland <laughs> and Carroll County, actually. And, you know, we had, I just had the best childhood because we were, you know, stayed outside. You had to make us come in the house. <laughs> you know, it was nothing like, you know, now you got to make kids go outside. You know, mm-hmm. you had to make us come in the house. We stayed outside until it was dark. We played all the time. And it was mm-hmm. like just Fun. I mean, it was just fun. Now, you know, you've got kids with all these electronic games, and they're constantly sitting in front of these Xboxes Mm -hmm. and Nintendos and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. And even for ourselves as adults, we forget what it was like when we were kids. How many times mm-hmm. did you, you know, your parent, or when the street light came on, you know, you better oh, be in this yeah. house by the time that street. Okay, well, in Carroll County, we didn't have street lights, okay? It was oh, just pitch wow. black when it got wow. dark. But our parents <laughs> knew where we were, and we and we better be in, in uh, 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 listening um, 
distance from when they called your name. When they called your name, you better hear that, you know, come in, it's time to come in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now, as adults, we rush around, we run around too much, and we don't take the time to just get back outside and enjoy nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right about that. And it's something when you can do, just like today, a day like today, and and like I said, the Baltimore, Washington area, just looking at the beautiful clouds, it, it's just awesome. And you yeah. feel good. and the, You smell the fresh air when you're out, and it just does something to you. And it's also healthy because I know that levels of vitamin D that you receive from the sun help with your overall <sighs> health yeah. as well. Yes, and we don't even think about those things. But Dr. Mm -hmm. Dyer states, I thought this little one quote was really awesome, Uh and I want to share it with Uh everyone. He states that, um, he says, as I get quiet and listen, any self-limiting thoughts are simply impossible. I understand what my spiritual friend Thoreau meant when he wrote these words in 1854 explaining why he chose to live in nature at Walden Pond. He says, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately to front only the essential to confront only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not when I came to die discover that I had not lived. Wow. In the deep that's a deep, beautiful quote. And I yeah. think that's what, what we're talking about now um, is really being in tune and uh, the um, making it happen group. We have a something called a personal profile that we go mm-hmm. with, uh, through with people. And one of the things that we ask people to do is to, and is to write your last will and testament. And I think mm-hmm. that when you do things like that, it, it kind of puts it into perspective or write down all the things you um you know you want uh to achieve in terms of purpose, health, wealth, just everything and family. Yeah. And so when you write those things down, it, it kind of refocuses you and as as you said, you start to realize really and truly what's important, as he said, and you don't have yeah. to wait till you're on till you're on your deathbed to get it. Yeah, and then you're on your deathbed, and then you're wishing, oh, I should have done, oh, I wish. No, don't wait, just do. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. said, write it down or get yourself a bucket list. If, if those of you have who have not started one, mm-hmm. you know, um, I loved creating my bucket list, and I'm still adding to it. And I start, you know, I'm starting to slowly but surely check things off as I go through mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Because I just simply refuse just to exist. Mm-hmm. Life is too short, and we don't know. We don't know today or tomorrow. We just don't. Right. So why right. waste the time? And you know, death is a wake-up call. My my mm-hmm. late pastor used to always say that. He said, "Death is a wake-up call," mm-hmm. and it is because mm-hmm. especially if someone close to you passes, then yeah. you know, we, all of a sudden, it's like you see how fragile life truly is. Yeah, and if that yeah. don't wake you up to start moving and shaking and taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. getting to know your inner self, you know, re-energizing yourself with mm-hmm. you know to get quiet, um, meditation and prayer, re-energizing your surroundings, getting back to nature. God mm-hmm. is nature. Mhm, mhm. Yes, yes. And yes. the law of attraction works when you surround yourself with people who are on a spiritual path similar to your own. And I I have to say, Teresa, you know, you and I both uh, (laughs) know how true that is because we constantly motivate each other on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, we do. You know, we don't... mm -hmm. And it's so important to... Lift your brother's spirits and lift your brother up when yeah. he's down, and then and usually he doesn't even have to know. It's just sometimes in conversation, and you know when we talk, there'll be times that you'll say something that I need that you didn't even have to articulate. Gee, I need this from you, or right. or in the reverse, you know, you'll say something that I need to hear, and I didn't even say anything to you. And that's right. the wonderful thing of when you have two people who are really walking in 
spirit. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, just to re- evaluate your surroundings and who you're surrounded by. If you're surrounded by people who aren't uplifting um, or who don't encourage you or inspire you, I would just, you know, reevaluate that thing a little bit um, because yeah. it's needed. We need that. We need right. that. <laughs> right. You and know, related to that, um, Lisa, this is the one thing, I don't know why I'm hearing this and why this may be, for someone out there, um, typically fathers that are in the home with their family are really doing an awesome job of making a living outside the home that mm-hmm. they don't sometimes rev back to spend quality time with their children. Mm-hmm. And that's important. You know, yeah. um, I went to an event yesterday that was for actually uh, males and you know, and, and the fact that uh, one of the speakers is saying that even though you might not be the biological parent, it's still important to sow into a young kid's life. And sometimes we forget that because when we were growing up, and you know this to be true, we out we we really, it, it, it was a village. <laughs> exactly. In terms of training and teaching. And I think that we have to get back to that in the sense that if we're all there to help in a positive way, it makes a huge impact on the child. And a lot yeah. of times, a lot of, antisocial behaviors that children exhibit in their teenage and adult lives could be curtailed if more of us would put, just say something simple that you, you know, to a kid when you see them not doing right or, or encourage them when they're going da- when they're down. And all of those kinds of things help to build a much more restful and relaxed life. When we just take yeah. time, and we always feel good when we can help someone and usually yeah. that help comes in the form of a word or a deed. Nothing extravagant, but we right. really sometimes we're so busy going, and especially for men out there who are providing, they're providing, they're providing, that they're not enjoying their children. Yeah. You know, and then before they know it, the kid is all grown up, and, you know, it's like, gosh, where did the time go? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, that is, that you're right. And, um, yeah, because the fathers especially, and even if the yeah. father is not in the house, you know, yeah. um, more so than ever, you should be taking that time just to, you know, stop by, call, you know, uh, go do homework with them or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I just can't stress enough how fast that time goes by. Um, and, yeah, we do have to make a living, but really, you know, mm-hmm. that's important. But isn't the human life that you help to bring into this world just as important as that? Yeah. Don't you yeah. think that they need you um, to be there for them? You know, my son, um, who's in California now, he, him and his dad had this big conversation the other day that he shared with me, and he said to my, he said to my husband, he said, Dad, you know, um, I find myself now that, you know, more so than ever, that I'm a lot like you. Aww. He called him Pop. He said, Pop, uh-huh. you know, I find that I'm, I'm a lot like you, um, and I really appreciate all that you have done uh-huh. in my life. You know, you really taught me a lot, and all of your words are coming back to me, everything, uh-huh. you know, that you've shared with me. And, you know, that was like a Kodak moment. You know, uh-huh. my husband just, you know, his little yeah. chest just stuck out, you know. He was uh-huh. just so proud. So it's very important. Our kids are just important. I mean, you know, we owe it to them, again, to really take the time to relax and to relate to life, to relate to our the spirit, the, the, our spirit yeah. self more so yeah. than anything, um, so that we can release that love back out into the universe, you know, that we are receiving. Yeah. And, you know, your husband is a perfect example because he also coaches track. And yeah. I've known on a number of occasions uh, hearing at least uh, some kids and their par- the parents saying, gee, I don't know what I would have done without yeah. um, Mr. Saunders because he's, Thrown into my child's life, or he helped them with this. All these other issues, not specifically related to track, and that's right, exactly. the kind of thing that when we're giving and when we're doing, and uh, it makes a huge difference, and it gives us a sense of peace inside because we know we're helping someone else have a smoother, 
uh, journey or, or path. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what happens again when we talk about purpose and walking in our purpose. You know, if you're not if you're living and you're not helping someone else out with your gifts and your talents, then yeah. you know, you're not really living or walking in your destiny. Or resting. Or resting. Or re- that's eat. right. That's right. Yep, you're not resting. Mm mm. <laughs> because you're battling, you're ba- you're battling with yourself. You know, th- we don't even. It's not the outside that we have to worry yeah. about. Yeah. We battle with ourselves. We beat our own yeah. selves up enough that nobody else has to lay a hand on us. Exactly. <laughs> you know, right so it's just important. It's so important. And then one of the next things, and you know, and I, I didn't even. Really, I had forgotten about this part in the book because I hadn't read the book in, like, God, maybe, I don't even know if I read it this year. It might have been last year. I don't know. But anyway, so I started this before I even picked this book up just to look through it, practicing Mm -hmm. yoga. Oh, wow. Okay, so everybody, you know, I've always hear yoga, 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 yoga. So I said, uh-huh. okay, you know what, let me see what this yoga thing is all about. And did uh-huh. you know that yoga translates to union? The word yoga is like union. And the ancient, because I had to do a little research on this, oh, the okay. ancient reishi who gave us yoga considered stretching, balancing, and flexible exercising as an opportunity to experience union with God. And so such a union with the source of being wasn't a painful experience since God was viewed as natural, peaceful, and gentle. These include, like some of the, the stressful exercises out there, these include running or jogging, bicycling, aerobics, and weightlifting, particularly on complicated machines to add muscle tone. Yoga, on the other hand, has no harshness to it. Yet, even as you stay in a space the size of a small mat, you attain the same kind of benefit that those other physical pursuits give you without the pain or exertion. Yoga is a great workout for the entire body, particularly the joints, muscles, and even internal organs, but especially for the mind. And I have to tell you, I have I can just re- relate to everything that the, you know what I just read. Mm-hmm. It is so um I was watching this video uh this week of this man mm-hmm. who's the uh a vet and he used mm-hmm. to jump out of planes. He was a paratrooper. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he, because of all the wear and tear on his joints and stuff, he literally, they told him, the doctors told him that he was not going to be able to walk without assistance for the rest of his life. Well, you know, he this guy, you know, he got tight. He gained all this weight, and he was walking with, like, two two canes just to get around. And he kept praying because he got, you know, he said, you know what, I just, I'm not receiving this. I don't believe this, though. So he... Mm-hmm was researching yoga, he found this man who is like a yoga master, okay, and then the guy was helping him. He said, I'm going to help you. He said, when you learn, when you do the routines and the things that I'm telling you to do, and this is all in yoga, you're not only going to be able to walk again without assistance, but you're going to lose weight. And Teresa, he did. This man has stuck to this program, this yoga now, just yoga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only is he walking now, he's running. <laughs> he's wow. running, and wow. he dropped like 125 pounds. Oh, wow. I didn't know yoga could do all that. I didn't know that you could actually, <laughs> like, lose, like, weight like that. But, oh, my God, and not only do you lose the weight and you get that benefit, but it's a mind thing. Uh-huh. You know, you're you're literally communing, you know, with your spirit, your inner self, and it's just mm-hmm. peaceful. So, girl, we get off the phone, you know, I gotta I gotta hook you up with some yoga. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's very very. But that's yeah, that's a peaceful thing. That's also resting, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. relaxing. Mm-hmm. So, I would really encourage anybody who hasn't already picked up the and started yoga to really give it a try because it's great. Wow. You can go on YouTube. Um, uh-huh. And and pull up some yoga videos. They also have it if you have cable. They have yoga programs on cable. So okay. yeah, you should give it a try. Wow, yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's it's good. 
So, and then lastly, I just want to really uh, touch briefly on make sure that your number one relationship is with your senior partner. Make sure your number one relationship is with your senior partner. I know that um, you have many significant and important relationships, certainly the ones you enjoy with your children, parents, spouse, lover, or significant other, coworkers, and best friends rate very high in your life. Place your relationship to your source of being, Mm -hmm. to your source Mm -hmm. of being at the very top of this list. When this becomes your reality, you intuitively go to the silence within and remember to send your ego to a place where it doesn't interfere with your deliberations. Make your relationship to your source your priority, even if you declare yourself an atheist, because there's a lot of people out there who don't believe in God, who don't believe in a higher being. But when you go to this place within yourself, you don't need any religious orientation or belief in the supernatural. You needn't see God as a bearded old white man floating around in the heavens awaiting your request. You needn't believe in talking snakes or whales swallowing people up and then spitting them out or God's only son being sacrificed by his father in order to save us, or boats with all creatures on board, including insects and dinosaurs and all that stuff. You don't even need to believe that God's wrath ever flooded the earth. Mm -hmm. While these stories are all fine, and we all have our own opinions on religious tales, as I'm sure that, Teresa, you have yours, and we all do. We all have our own opinions on that stuff. Rather... I ask that you think of God um, as a source or any of the other thousands of names that people have for God. Like, you know, the Muslims have their name and the Buddhists have their name, and we all have our own idea and thought of a higher being, okay? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that Everybody, I think we can all agree on, no matter what religious practice that you fall under, is that God is love. Yes. God is love. Even the Bible itself states that God is love. Okay? And then when Carl Jung, who was a Swiss psychologist and psychiatrist who founded, um, actually founded analytical psychology, was asked in an interview if he believed in God, he said these words, which reflect what I want to convey. He said, I could not say I believe because I know. I have had the experience of being gripped by something stronger than myself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something that people call God. So whatever name, whatever tag you put on it, we're not here to preach to you and tell you what you need to believe. But Mm -hmm. I do know that for myself, just Mm -hmm. like with Mm -hmm. with Carl Jung, I Mm -hmm. have been gripped by Mm -hmm. something stronger than myself, Mm -hmm. and I choose to recognize it as God. Yeah, 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 yeah. My senior partner. Yeah. And it's so important because when you are, as I know Wayne Dwyer always talks about the source and finding the source and making sure that you connect with the source, which for me, it's like you said, it's God. And that source can be what you want it to be, but for us, it's it's God. And the thing is, is that then you really are able to rest and relax because he starts to always give you every detail that you need throughout the day. Even when something happens, you're like, wow, I I didn't even think about checking this out. And if I had not checked it out today, there was just a nudging to check something out. And once you do, you discover, wow, if I hadn't done this, it would have created a huge catastrophe for me. But it exactly because you are connected to source. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I just, you know, I want to stress that because, um, you know, I talk to a lot of people, and when we talk, I'm always very respectful of what they believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm always very aware that 
we don't have to always agree on everything. I don't mm-hmm. expect to agree on everything with everybody, but mm-hmm. I respect everybody's uh, right to believe mm-hmm. the way they want to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I do know for me, for myself, that there is something out there greater than I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that thing that's out there, you know, also dwells in me. Mm-hmm. Because the greater is he, you know, that's in the, that is, is also in me. Yeah. The greatness, the I am. Yeah, the I am. And that's what Wayne always talks about, the I am. Yeah. <laughs> and how yeah. critical the I am is to the peace, the restfulness, the relaxation, because the more you know it, then you realize you don't have to fret or you don't Oof. have to feel anxious. You can truly yeah. just, uh, whoo, whoo, just relax, like you said, whoo. Just yeah, like a woo-star. That's one of my favorite yeah. woo-star. <laughs> because it does get very challenging. Life is just a one huge challenge, you know, mm-hmm. day in and day out. And I know that when I get challenged like that, like we all do, you know, it just helps to just get quiet and to get still. I don't know any. I don't know how else to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And I know that when I rest, when I really, truly rest, God wants us to rest in him. And there's yeah. a reason for that. And, you know, I've yeah. learned. I'm like, okay, you know what? You want me to rest <laughs> in you? Well, you got that. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, it really gets to be a bit much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, again, for those of you who have still have children of school age or still living in your home, and, like, my, my sister-in-law, for example, has two teenagers, two <laughs> One one is about to be 16 in a, well, next week, actually. Let me look at the calendar. No, this, at the end of this week, he's going to be 16. And then my niece, her sister, is, like, going to be 14. So I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm going to lift you up in prayer every time I think about, every time I think about you, I'm lifting you up in prayer because that's a challenge within itself. So, I, you know, I challenge all parents, mothers and fathers, to really just take that time for yourself. Sometimes you just yeah. have to. you got to step off that boat. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you said and yes, yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> you do, you do. And when you do, it's just like, like you said, it's, it's kind of like um, one of the things I've learned when I used to work corporate, which is why it's so important to take rest and time, is that you can think about uh, an idea so much clearer when you have rested, it's something yeah. about rest in terms of just energizing your your thought process and your when you're trying to generate ideas. You can just come, you come to things fresh. It makes all the difference in the world. And I know inventors talk about this a lot that they didn't discover something until they kind of just put it down and and usually yeah. put it down in exhaustion, like oh I don't I just yeah. get it. And then when they came back to it again. That's yes. when they were able to make a, a discovery. Yes, and I can't t- even in writing. You know, for mm-hmm. me, like working on these these books that I'm working on, mm-hmm. it's you have to you have to be able to put them down and walk away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you just sometimes have to walk away and don't force yourself. You know, and when you do that, the inspiration just comes to you automatically. It's it's just like magic how that works. Exactly. Exactly. So. All right, well, we're down at that part of the show already. Time went by fast. I hope everyone really enjoyed, um, and we'll take that time to relax, relate, and release. But I want to leave you with this. Dr. Dyer states that it was said of Jesus that when he entered a village, the population would be elevated just by his presence. No one could bring him down. Become more Christ-like yourself by remembering that no one can bring you down because of his or her low energy. If people around you are angry or depressed and you feel drained emotionally, it's your responsibility to yourself to create the right energy for you. You don't have to join them in their negativity. 
stay in your place of peace, regardless of how tempting it may be to lash out or to argue. Keep your environment as pure and free from negativity as you possibly can. Literally and metaphorically, turn off any medium that broadcasts a litany of reasons to be depressed and frightened. Make your home a temple of kindness and love. Stay away from places that thrive on loud noise, alcohol consumption, smoking, and insensitivity. Pay attention to the music you listen to, the art you view, even the arrangement of your furniture and flowers, all of it. Pay attention to it. The most The more peaceful and loving your environment and the people in it, the more you're in a serene place where excuses aren't on the agenda. This is the environment in which self-defeating habits are most likely to fade from your consciousness. There's a loving energy in the universe that allows for the the creation of all beings. It is a non-being without form or boundaries and it does nothing while leaving nothing undone. Make this energy your primary relationship above all others in your life, consulting it before consulting anyone else. Retreat there in silence and listen and know that this force is outside of you and within you. It's here that you will be guided to change self-defeating excuse patterns. By all means, love your family and everyone else on this planet. Treasure all of your relationships, but first and foremost, make your relationship to your highest self your first priority. When you seek God simply as love, there will be no room left for excuses and bad habits. You will only be able to give away the love that is your creative essence. So that concludes our show for this evening. Teresa, I want to thank you once again for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. For knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. And a shout-out, as usual, to my family who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my Facebook family for tuning in. Please tune in next week, uh, September the 17th. Wow, we're really getting, getting through time here. 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first because, after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you next week. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Oh, oh, oh.